Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm happy. Me? Yeah, you. Oh, I, I didn't know if you were talking to them. I'm looking right at you. <laughs> Karen. We always look at each other. Jeez. Hi, everyone. Hey, guys. Um... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, welcome back to Unsolicited Advice. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're so freaking pumped for this episode. We're very excited. This has been a long time coming. So long. Actually. Well, I don't know if they know how long, but like in for our minds. Us, this yes. has been a long time coming. This kind of feels like full circle back to our first episode. When yeah. We were like, oh my God, this do, is a podcast. I do we're doing feel a podcast. like a little bit like jittery, like butterflies, like, like We're starting excited. something new. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Everyone's like, what's what happening? happening? Yeah. They're getting upset. I'm sorry. Um, well, guys, you can't see unless you're watching YouTube. Oh my gosh, did I? I haven't uploaded yet. Shoot, I called myself out last episode. Oh, okay. Everyone Anyways. go shame Taryn. No, at Taryn Renee. No, <laughs> I, I'm gonna work on it tonight. Um, so we have been talking about having a guest on our show for a while, mm-hmm. and um, we kind of like would go back and forth with like what we wanted it to look like. And we finally were like, dude, we have like amazing people in our lives that um, are all just like killing it in different areas and have beautiful hearts. So we actually, I'm going to, I'm going to let you introduce cause she, you know, why are you laughing? I don't, just, I, am, I feel like I'm, I'm like, watching you right now. I'm setting up the, the, the pitch for you to hit it. Got I'm it. throwing you You're the pitching. pitch. I'm pitching. I'm batter. Hey, batter, yeah. batter. Hit the, hit the ball. <laughs> <laughs> that analogy. Wow. Uh, yeah. Basically, Taryn and I have decided that we are going to officially start having guests on for uh, the foreseeable future mm-hmm. monthly. So you're not going to lose out on this, you know, fantastic Ashley Taryn dynamic. <laughs> That's not worry. going anywhere. <laughs> Don't you worry about that. Uh, so that is still a thing. But once a month, we want to start having guests on that maybe have had a great experience, maybe are educated in a specific field that we could use help with. And they're going to discuss their life with us and also like help answer questions that you guys have been sending us because uh, maybe it would be good to have a fresh perspective I mean, on the podcast, you know, yes. not like we're not killing it. I mean, I feel like we're killing it. Yeah. <laughs> Taryn's sitting here going, nah, nah. I feel like we should introduce her so she can speak. <laughs> She's just so quiet over here. Um, <laughs> I keep hearing her just silently like, hee hee. Oh my God, this me. is so funny. Behind me. Um, so me. basically our first guest is um, my friend and Taryn's friend, Lexi, and um, her full name, Lexi Donato. She is a working curve model and entrepreneur and is beginning a brand new era where size does not matter. Oh, I got chills. I know. She basically, you guys, and then then we'll let her talk. (laughs) We're like, we're just going to talk for you, but thank you for coming. I swear she's here. Um, She basically started a swimwear company from the ground up that believes in numberless sizing and in the place of numbers are goddess names, which is the the first time- I've ever heard of anyone doing something like this ever. I think it's incredible and I think it's inspiring. And um, she's here to share about it today so and i'm so excited welcome, lexi welcome lexi hello Ooh, i have you have a waiting. great podcast Ooh, voice thank you i can oh, tell I'm already actually always thought that about you like it's very like soothing and sensual your Ooh. voice so like when you're telling me stories i'm like wow <laughs> and you know what's funny it's always been that way um but then especially when you get a cold it's like oh i bet it's like it's very sultry yeah it's great yeah, the little rasp. Yeah. Little rasp. <laughs> I wish I had a little cold now, just so I know. That, just to really emphasize yeah, that. amplify it. For sure. Well, I have been waiting. Well, I, yes. I mean, this opportunity is insane. Thank you, guys. Ah, I have been Are listening to Unsolicited Advice since conception. Yeah, oh, that's so true. Thank you guys for having me on. That's oh my true. God, of course. Um, I'm sure no one knows this, but uh, Lex and I have been friends for a while now. So she has been there throughout the entire like I want to start a podcast but yeah. I don't know what to do yet she was there at the group meeting when we were talking about like our year goals mm-hmm. and I was oh, like yeah, I, I want to start a podcast that. and I said it to like a group of friends and that was me like I'm saying it I have to do it now and she was there yeah. I know full circle I know and now well, she's on um, it we want you know our, our listeners to get to know you a little bit so I'm gonna do some icebreaker questions Ooh, let's do it you know to lo- to loosen you up and then uh, you can just kind of tell us about yourself because okay. I think it's fascinating what you do 
So first one, we can all answer these too. I'm so excited. Okay. I live for icebreaker questions. Um, what was something that was in your high school locker? Go. Ooh. Oh. You can jump into it. Okay. You- mirror. <laughs> I didn't know we were timed on this. I don't know. <laughs> I had a shelf. <laughs> I had a, a shelf. Like wire shelf. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think what. I- I was lame. I was just like super basic, but probably notebooks that were like not filled out at all. Like I probably yeah. just had, like I was not really a note taker. Just the blank one. Yeah, that's the blank a good notebook. point. I had a class. I had like a shelf, a mirror, a magnet. Yeah, I definitely like, had like the magnet inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, totally. I will say this: I didn't even use my locker because it was so far away from all my classes. So I just kept everything oh. in my backpack. Oh my gosh! And I think that kind of like led to some back problems. So honestly, because that's a lot uh, of books. We should sue. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, some of the I, I was watching this little boy walking home from school the other day, uh-huh. and I almost got out and was like, "Bro, can I help you carry that?" <laughs> like this bag was like two times his body size, Aww. and he was like slightly leaning back. And yeah. I was like, oh, honey, that's yeah. dangerous. Okay, what is the scariest thing you've ever done for fun? Oh, well, I will say one time my friends and I after church we snuck onto the Golden Globes red carpet, what? and we were <laughs> we were right behind Leonardo DiCaprio on one of his like most famous kind of red carpet talks. And it was replayed in, in all these commercials for the Golden Globes. <laughs> and we were just oh randomly gosh. in the background in just like regular attire. And then we got kicked out, of course, because we weren't in, you know, that would have, a ball gown. I could That's not. crazy. Kinda, could, well, this is what, what were you wearing? Jeans and, you know, a blouse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah so we kind of stuck out. out. Yeah. But we made it so far. It was insane. Well, it's like everyone always says, wow. if you just keep your head high and walk confidently, mm-hmm. like people won't yeah. bother you. The only thing that would give you away is yeah. the golden gloves. So everyone's yeah. like completely dressed yeah. up and you're not. Oh my gosh, that's insane. Dang, that's cocky. I don't think I could yeah. do it. I think I'd sweat profusely. Yeah, I'm usually not the person I'm that would do something like that because I'm such a rule follower. Yeah. But, you know. Oh, what's your Enneagram? Nine. Oh, you guys She's are the I actually, nine. yeah, I think I would guess that. Yeah, yeah, I think that's why we clicked right off the bat. I was like. It's so true. Same? Same. Yeah. And Our first friend date, we... It was the easiest. I it can only easiest. imagine. I think we both left being like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're going to be friends for a long time. We like, sat down and talked, and I remember being like, this feels like a really great first date. Yeah. Like, this feels really, <laughs> really well. Great. Just so yeah. chill. It, only, it was nice. Yeah. No drama. <laughs> yeah. Just like chill so conversation. Relaxed. We just had like some yeah. skinny margaritas and tacos, and we were yeah. just the that happiest. We also had the amazing. same taste in food. Like We ordered the oh, same that's exact good. thing. Yeah. That's good. That's a good sign. Good. Um, what is a childish thing that you still do as an adult? I know mine. Um, I still like when I feel attacked, I like mimic what the person said to me and it's so <gasps> annoying. Or like when someone's like, you're being so immature. I'm like, you're immature. You know, like I can't, it's just a, I'm like thinking back, you are, I'm like, you for I'm sure yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. Yeah. I always That's do. So and it funny. doesn't even have to make sense. They can be like. You need to slow down, and I'll be like, "You're a slow down." Like it doesn't make sense, but I always win every argument because how can you combat that? You can't. You can't. It's immature and annoying, <laughs> and I accept it. I am a full. On, I will for sure uh, give someone the quiet treatment if I'm upset. Yeah, one hundred percent. And it doesn't mean I'm upset at them, or I could be like upset at something else, but I will just like not talk to yeah. anyone and it's not helpful yeah. and I'm aware of that but I can't stop I think <laughs> we're all aware of that I think Just it's kidding. because you need to internalize it yeah and and think it through and you can't yeah. properly the more I dive into the Enneagram mm-hmm. the more I realize I, I need that thinking time mm-hmm. to figure out exactly what's happening whereas I Within me. should use thinking time because I'm just like blah, 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 and everyone's like okay wow you just shared so much so more than much you information. To. that's yeah. so funny because my mom's a two she does the same yeah. thing. Yeah. Same thing. What about you? Childish thing. You know what comes to my mind first is I recently started playing Candy Crush again. <gasps> and I Ooh. played it as a kid. And I never realized this, but as soon as you click onto the app, it says something about like, it's your time to relieve stress. And I've been going to that when I'm stressed and I'll just do it. And it gets my mind off everything. That's so funny. Yeah. You know what's interesting? I played that during school. Like, at, in college, yeah, I played yeah. it before bed. 
I my personal one I think I've talked about it on here is this coloring app and Ashley always will make fun of me she'll be like are you coloring and I'm like yes <laughs> because we'll be watching like a dope movie <laughs> or like what something that and this is just this is her thing and this is mine and I'm very like I don't want to talk I don't want my phone I want to focus in the movie and she'll be there coloring yeah but she it's loves so, it so I'm not even joking I'm gonna like post a link yeah, what is the app? Because I'm curious. I can't remember what it's called. I'm going to look it up. It's like but a coloring book. It basically is like you zoom in and so you'll click the color and it's a number and then you have to like click everything that's that number. So it's so completely mindless, but it's so satisfactory when you like finish and mm-hmm. then it shows you like your masterpiece. Yeah. Um, it's called Happy Color and I'm, I'm a Ooh, big fan. Happy color. I honestly feel like between that and, and Candy Crush, that these things are like are so good for your mental health. Yeah. To be yeah. honest. Yeah. Because it is something that's very mindless, but it sometimes takes a thing like that to train you completely. I to totally get agree. out of your own head sometimes. Yeah. 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 I agree. That's why I think I played Candy Crush before bed. Because mm-hmm. yeah. it was just, I didn't really try. Also, I think they have like a bedtime setting. Oh, really? Yeah. Where it's like a little easier oh. and the music's chill. I remember finding oh, I that. I know that. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, it was great. I loved it. There was an okay. owl involved. Last Ooh. question. What was the most embarrassing thing you have done while on a date? Uh, card got declined. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's the, the worst. worst. First of all, why are you paying? Well, it was a, it was <laughs> a group. What, good. First of all, Valid. first of all, the great point. Uh, <laughs> second of all, there, there was a group of us, and I think we were all doing our part. And I remember just being like head down. It was one of those oh, it was like a group. There was a group. So she came back and was like, um, actually, yeah. to sorry, us and his friends. <gasps> no. Not my friends, his friends. Oh, and we had walked somewhere. Rough. So I had brought my card and my ID, and that was it. That's mm. rough. And I didn't dude. bring like a backup card or anything. Yeah, that's rough. <sighs> It's happened. It's all. It's happened to all of us at some point. But yeah, what on are you a date, do, you know? it sucks. <laughs> what are you gonna do? What about you? I'm trying to think. I know that's. A, I'm. I'm sure I've done something humiliating, but I can't think of one right now. I did something I awful this last week. Literally, gibberish came out of my mouth. Oh, I, like you. Had I a... think I sometimes. I'm. I, I'm not actually dyslexic but sometimes I really am I'm like maybe I am I literally switched I I said two words I switched the words and I jumbled the words oh I literally absolute gibberish came out and I sat there and we both looked shocked and I was like I'm (laughs) I'm gonna do that again I'm gonna try a stroke yeah (laughs) okay one time someone told me that and this was a guy told me that they kind of like it when girls like mess up or like kind of are embarrassed or don't speak oh. properly because it, it makes them feel like more masculine oh. oh and I'll say this because um this kind of attributes to like embarrassing date but it was before the date when the guy was asking me out I was serving and you guys both know about this guy uh-huh. and oh. I was so nervous serving him at the restaurant that I like sounded like an idiot <laughs> but then he liked it he like I don't he asked me out and you know, maybe because it's Interesting. so maybe because it makes it clear that you're nervous. Oh, like he likes like I definitely like you, you because nervous. I can't I can't compose myself around oh, you. Oh, that's interesting. maybe that's what it is. Huh. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Well, um, now that we, you know, know you a little bit better, <laughs> um, would you want to just just give us like your bullet list? Like, who are you? What do you feel, or what what would you like to offer as like a definition of who oh. Lexi is? Ooh, Go. the floor is mine. The floor is, floor is yours. <laughs> Mike is yours. Yes, my name is Lexi. I am originally from Pennsylvania. Right. I've lived out in California, Los Angeles, nine years now, which is crazy because it's almost a decade. That's so long. I always forget you've been here so much longer yeah. than me. That's a long time. Yeah. Did you come by yourself? Uh huh. I came out here for college originally. Can okay. we talk? Can we talk about like the balls it takes to move across I the country? I can't imagine. Yeah. I <laughs> went <laughs> ten minutes from my parents' house, <laughs> and I still went to their house all the time. Oh my gosh. I will say it's a little bit easier though when you're going to college because everyone is trying to make friends. Right. That's true. Whereas right. if you go, if I were to go to a new city like me to Chicago right now, I think it would be a lot harder because not everyone is trying to make new friends at yeah. the same time. Yeah. Exactly. Um, 
But yeah, as soon as I landed in California, I was like, mm, this is where I'm spending the rest really? of my life. Yeah. That's interesting. I love that. Cool. Yeah. Because you wouldn't think, because Pennsylvania is so opposite. Oh, it's yeah. in every yeah. way, not just weather, but just like opposite. So it's really cool that people, you can find like your, uh-huh. your place outside of like yeah. your norm, I guess. Yeah. And I think sometimes that's what appeals to people, something being completely different. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what I really liked about California. It was like, yeah. there's a new land to venture through yeah. and fresh new, start new type of people too it kind of was a culture shock landing here because i would think so. i had to learn a new culture and different type of people mm-hmm. just yeah different pace so oh fun. totally but yeah okay so you land you come from pennsylvania you go to college um what did you major in where did you go after that i majored in business marketing right after that i worked for mcdonald's corporation i was doing hr and communications they okay. have a regional office in long beach uh, beyond that, I was a publicist. And then after I did PR, I launched LDLA. At the same time, I got signed with a modeling agency. So I've been a curve model for two years now. Oh my gosh. So and cool. it's been so fun. I've been working with Fabletics and Land's End and just some really cool, fun clients that I never thought, you know, growing up that I'd have the opportunity to just be a part of their campaigns, be kind of like yeah. the face of their brand for any of it. And it's like, it's cool, especially when I, when I go back to like the small town girl that I grew up as. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I don't know. It kind of like gives me a little butterflies. Was it really weird going from having been in HR and having been in like uh, being a publicist Mm -hmm. and working with brands and companies like on the other side. And then now you've, you kind of fully flipped. Yeah. Um, And now you're, on the other side of that conversation, I guess. Is that yeah. weird for you? Or do you think it's actually kind of helpful knowing what they're probably thinking or planning? Oh, it was definitely helpful because now, yeah, because I, uh, when I was um, in PR, I would know what a client was looking for. And then now being on the talent side, I try to be what the client is looking for. Yeah. But honestly, like, I go in there as I am. So if if a client doesn't want me for their job or, you know, for me to model for them, I try not to take it personally because they're already looking for a type of girl, a type of yeah, look. Yeah. And I'm either that person or I'm not. Yeah. And I don't try to change myself right. to be that. Right. There's that, some yeah. there's some wiggle room for like, oh, I can do this or I can do that mm-hmm. and make little changes. But yeah. overall, it's like, no, this is who yeah. this is who I am. I That's love that. So it's so cool because it's almost like and you can relate to this too, because you were a waitress or are do you still do yeah. some stuff? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's like when you are on that side of it and you kind of learn how it is and you learn how it feels when people are rude to you or that like their food is really late because the chef didn't cook it, like Mm -hmm. you're not cooking it yourself, things like that. It kind of changes the way that when you go into a restaurant, you perceive the people, you treat the people. And even like what you're saying, like you saw the inside of a company. So, you know, I'm not going to take it personally because it's not about me, it's about their campaign. And literally that's what they're looking at. So I think that's such a valuable thing for people to hear because I think sometimes we go into things and our first instinct is to take it personally, but to really research, oh, there's probably so much more going on and Mm -hmm. I can't take this personally because, you know, like it's a business and there's things going on outside of my control. And that was especially powerful too when I was working in HR. And at the time, a lot of my friends were looking for jobs because they were newly, you know, recent grads. Yeah. And there's there's so many factors that play into things too, Mm -hmm. where in HR, there might be a job posted, but sometimes they have to like legally or um, according to their kind of regulations have to post it, but it might already be fulfilled in the back end. But these candidates that are applying to them to these jobs don't necessarily know that. Yeah. And sometimes they're like, why didn't I get a call back or like, why didn't I yeah. get an interview? And it's not you. It's just because they already it's part know, of the they process. already have the position filled and maybe it was filled from within the company yeah it's gotta be so So there's so many factors that happen and i think just ultimately no matter what industry you're in it's so good to have a broad perspective of things and look at things from every angle oh totally because a lot of times we are so Mm narrow-minded and that's what most of the time 
gets us discouraged is being so narrow-minded and once we broaden that perspective we understand things a lot better yeah Yeah, because like just just being told no or realizing you didn't get the gig or whatever Mm -hmm. it is I'm the type of person I know most people are where you you automatically insert what you did wrong Mm -hmm. and you know with like without any doubt whatsoever that that is what caused you to lose it yeah and you don't even I don't even second guess that yeah which can be terrifying well that's like I think I shared on here when I tried out for American Idol and one of the girls I was talking to said she auditioned and she had a gorgeous voice and the person auditioning her because the first round is all just producers was like oh we already have a brunette for this season or something Mm -hmm. so it was literally down to hair color but these people go and it's their dream and then and then they leave thinking like I'm not talented and so it's like you know that there's so many times people are affected by that when it's like oh honey like it is not not even about you yeah. you could be Beyonce and yeah. like yeah. you know what yeah. I mean in the end like, especially yeah. for American Idol in the end this is like this is a show oh and totally like, yeah yeah it's so interesting and to look at it too like imagine how far you came that yeah. that in and of itself shows that you have talent mm-hmm. and that I feel like is a validating factor yeah, yeah. Oh, no, totally. 100%. Um, Well, I would love to dive deeper into your company Mm -hmm. and then your experiences with modeling. So let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we will learn more about our first freaking guest. (laughs) I also have to (laughs) be so. BRB. (laughs) Welcome back. Hello. Hi guys. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> We're all waiting. Really I feel like every time we come hi. back from a break, it's always so awkward. Um, but yes, if you guys really quickly, if you guys are not following us on our socials, do it. Do it. We have a YouTube. We have a Twitter. We have Instagram. We have what's that all? Of Facebook. That? Facebook. We yeah. have Facebook as well. So definitely and emails and what. An email. Oh, well. Address. You can email us also. Um, So please send those in. Um, I really quickly wanted to say, um, Taryn and I go through your emails weekly, obviously, just to keep up with the podcast. As much as Um, we can. But then we also go through the DMs. We get a lot of comments from you guys um, on there. We also get stories on Facebook. Uh And Taryn and I had this realization, um, I think in December, when we were really trying to think about bringing on guests and we were like, what are some of the emails that we get the most of? And um, we cannot express to you how many emails we get weekly um, from mostly women, but some men on mm-hmm. just body image and yeah. how they are affected by it positively, negatively, um, how they're feeling inadequate in relationships and in families, yeah. at school, at work. Um, they feel like they're lacking a lot of like body dysmorphia stories. Um, and it's honestly, it's been really heartbreaking. Oh, it's so heartbreaking. And I think, uh, another one is, um, a lot of times we're sent stuff about like, how do I become confident? How do I love myself? Yeah. And a lot of times a factor that is tied to that, um, which we always talk about, like those things that we define ourselves or whatever is weight Mm -hmm. and how I view my body and and if if I lost weight, then I'd be confident or yeah. I can't love myself because of how I look. And so it's something I mean, we both struggle with like to this day. I think everyone does to a degree. Oh, completely. Yeah. Um, but like Ash said, we were like, OK, well, let's kind of tackle this. And so um, later, which I'm excited for you, Lex, because we're going to actually read a story and you get to kind of, you know, be one of us. advice givers um but I think right now we want to just go into who you are and stuff about you which is why we chose you for this topic that is it's a it's a rough one and it's a very like prevalent one so like Ash was saying what we get um but we we both were like talking about it and she I just remember Ash was like oh what about Lex? And I was like, ah, perfect. The I'm second sold. we had the idea, yeah. I was like, well, that's happening. That's yeah. a for sure thing. Um, so yeah, what basically we would really love to talk about is the concept behind your swim line. Yeah. Um, I think it's incredible. And I think it's inspired. And I think um, a lot more people need to know about it. Mm-hmm. Oh, completely. And we will definitely have links to her stuff in our oh, Instagram. To everything. But go ahead and shout out like any socials um, so people can check you out, girl. Yeah. So I own LDLA, also known as LD Los Angeles. And that's kind of the handle you can find us at. So at LD Los Angeles. And our website's 
ldlosangeles.com. And it's um, it was founded as a swimmer line. Now we've tapped into the lifestyle space, but it's to encourage and inspire women to a more confident lifestyle. And we were based off of um, having numberless sizing, uh, eco-friendly material, and an imprint on each swimwear piece that says wonderfully made. Um, the overall message is you're not defined by your size, but oh. you are a goddess, you're a radiant, you're beautiful, you are worthy no matter what you look like and how you feel, you just are that. Um, and so really I just wanted to create that space for women to come to and be inspired. A lot of our social is is those inspirational posts and, and that your daydreams can become a reality and that yeah. you can live a confident lifestyle. And really a confident lifestyle is it's an everyday journey. You're not just gonna, mm. some days you're gonna wake up and not feel confident, but it's trying, it's a, trying to um just trying trying yeah. every day yeah uh to, and like fighting for yourself yeah. like that's beautiful i love that yeah so that's a little a little brief on ldla and it's been such a rewarding journey just um i get a lot of feedback from people where they're like i felt so bad about myself today and then i came across your brand and it redefined how i feel about myself yeah and that's ultimately why i created the brand is i mean i grew up like every other girl who sometimes when you go to the beach, well, most of the times when you go to the beach, <laughs> you're not feeling confident. And I, mm -hmm. and I quote unquote, like struggled with my weight my whole life. And I think that defined how I felt as a kid. Yeah. And I didn't want people to feel the way I felt in that, like, when did we become just bodies and not like human beings? Everything, I think our generation growing up it was always about your body your body your body mm. and not just who you are as a human yeah. being yeah I think that's I think that's incredible and I I feel like most most people I mean we I love summer but there is a certain amount of anxiety that comes oh, completely. with summer because it's it's short denim shorts it's so, short skirts it's bikinis and mm -hmm. that there's so much stress and emotions that come with that even though it's one of my favorite seasons mm -hmm. yeah. just wanting to go dive in the water but feeling like I have to walk yeah from my towel yeah. to the water yeah and everyone's gonna see me you know so there is such this there's this huge pressure that comes um especially if you're in like an unhealthy state with how you feel about your body yeah um I will attest I have like three of her swimsuits and they are fantastic and um, they hold you in all the right places and they're absolutely flattering and I've worn them to I don't know multiple countries now yeah <laughs> and I, I get compliments all the time I've posted them I'll definitely post another story about it um, but I would love to hear like how you came up with the numberless sizing it was it was one of those things that just came to me one day and I wasn't I wasn't necessarily searching for a differentiator for the brand because I knew that the brand would be something that was true to myself and really what the brand has become was is like a it's been like personified as who I am as a person okay um and so yeah I don't I it just came to me one day and I just knew like okay that's what I'm gonna do it's incredible and then everything kind of flowed through that yeah, yeah. I've never heard of any other company doing something like this mm -hmm. I'm so curious to see if that becomes a thing now and people yeah. start switching it up um I think it's a great like testament to the overall um mission that is your brand mm -hmm. but um what did you automatically come up with goddess names or did that come a little later um it's so hard to recall now I think I'm pretty sure I was, I don't know. Like, cause you could, I mean, you know, it's, I don't know. I think it just, it was one of those things when I was creating the brand, things just started falling into place. Yeah. And that's how I knew that the brand was so on purpose yeah. for my life. Yeah. And even just the manufacturer, uh, the mission of the brand, the elements of the brand. Yeah. And this was one of those elements that kind of just fell into place. So I feel like it was just something that it just came up one day and I, I went with it. I can't recall like an exact moment where it's like, oh, I want to do numberless sizing. What what can I call it? Yeah. I think it always was just like that 
that that's concept and that's what I, I ran with. But I, as I was developing it, I really realized the power in it because growing up when I would go to the store and I would be a size like 12 or 14, I would, I would hide the size as I was going yep, into the I've fitting room yep, because I was so ashamed of the size. Yeah. And and that shame just like repeated in, in my head when I was shopping online and it would, you know, get to my doorstep or the next time I would go out or if someone or if the group of friends were talking about their size, I would never say it because yeah. I don't want to be did you used the to, 12, the 14. Yeah. Did you used to cut off oh, the tags? Yeah. A hundred percent would cut off the tags. Yes. Yeah. Because it was associated with so much hurt in my life. Yeah. yeah. Same. And. And it, I think it was society that kind of created that um, persona of size and number. And like the fact that even just like small, medium, large, extra large, extra, extra large, like those words, like yeah. large, that can be so hurtful. Yeah. Like yeah. even I look at someone today and they might be a size large in quotes. I don't see them like being large at all. Yeah. Yeah. At all. God, yeah. especially some of the companies out there now. I'm mm-hmm. like, I'll try and enlarge and I'm like, I can't fit it over my bicep. Yeah. Like, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 And sizes are not universal either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you'll go to one brand and you'll be maybe like a medium in that brand. But another brand, you might be an extra large. Another brand, you might be an extra small. Yeah. And it's so crazy how how that can affect yeah. you mentally. No, yeah. I'm glad you brought that up because I know that that was growing up because I've struggled with weight since I was younger too. Um, and I remember like when there'd be a specific number of like pant and I would try it on thinking that was my size and it would be too small mm-hmm. and I would be like crying in the mm-hmm. dressing room because I'm like, did I get bigger? Like what's mm-hmm. going on? Like, oh, I don't want anyone to know this is my size. When in reality, like you said, like it, Every piece of clothing is like different. And in some pants, I might be this size. In some pants, I might be a different. But the fact that that little number mm-hmm. had that effect on me yeah. um, oh my gosh, yeah. is why I think I fell so in love with like what you stand for. Because I think there are certain things in our lives that we need to like stop giving power to it. Yeah. Like we need yeah. to just take it back and be mm-hmm. like, I am not defined by this number. I am not defined by these little letters on my clothes. So if that means I need to cut it off, so I'm telling myself, like, you're not a size. Like, this is just a piece of clothing that you yeah. love. Like, I think that's so – it's it's amazing to see your company and what you stand for and then also to watch the people that have, like, grabbed a hold of it and fallen in love with it because we all have that desire to, like, just feel beautiful. Like, mm-hmm. it sounds so simple, but it's such a complex thing, you yeah. know? It's so true. and. And you, I mean, you girls can probably sympathize with this. Have you ever, or have experience with this? Have you ever been to a store and like you'd have to size up in something and that's what uh-huh. actually fit you, but yeah. you didn't buy it because it's that size up? Yep. Yeah. 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 And I've also broken down multiple times in changing yep. rooms because yeah. my the jeans I thought were my size yep. didn't fit me. And that's, and it's not you. It's just how they do their, their size fitting. Yeah. And even within the same brand. So I recently fell in love with Abercrombie and Fitch jeans. Mm-hmm. They've they used to have a lot of um, controversy around them with um, you know I guess like they did. There was a huge yeah. There was a lot scandal. of controversy over them like not being body positive and yeah. only wanting you know super skinny models. But since then they've done a substantial rebrand and I think some new people were put into power there mm-hmm. that actually do believe in that mission. Yeah. They now have curve models. But even this last season, they had two different jeans. One was a vintage jean and one was a vintage slight stretch jean. When the same size, one didn't even fit up my thighs and the other one was big in the same size. So even within the same brands, because of the material of the jeans, yeah. it can really yeah. be a determinant of you know, how size and how yeah. it fits. Yeah. And it's really like, it should be considered fit rather than size. Oh, yeah. totally. You know? Yeah. And it's just so, I mean, I can vividly remember one moment. It was um, for our choir dress that he was yelling out for us to yell out our size. And I was mortified. And another one was in cheer. Um, and I look back and I'm like, you were so tiny, like in high school, like 
compared to like what in my mind I thought I looked like. But I remember like I had a big backside. So like in shorts, I always had to get a large, Mm -hmm. but nobody else on my team had to get a large. And I remember them doing those things where they'd call out, okay, Terry, like what size for your shorts? And I was always like mortified, but I knew if I didn't get a large, like I wouldn't be able to fit into Mm -hmm. them. So it's like even down to a young age, you become aware of those categories that you put yourself in. And it's like, I just wish, like I hope that this, takes off and like reaches into Me other too. companies because <laughs> I just think like I think back to then and I wish I could just walk in the room and like hug little me and just be like babe you're fine like yeah it's a piece of cloth like mm-hmm. this is gonna make you feel better to wear this size like who cares mm-hmm. you know but it's like I can still just remember that like heartbreaking feeling and going home and being like so embarrassed and ashamed of myself mm-hmm. and I was like how old are you in yeah. seventh grade you know yeah. what I mean yeah. so it's just it's so sad that I think and like you said I think it affects men too in a different way but especially as young girls with what we see in magazines and what are like comparison things we see it's just so sad no yeah. it's yeah. it's really tragic um I do like I would love to know why swim specifically like because mm-hmm. I mean obviously you could do this concept with dresses with shorts with shirts it could be anything and I feel like swim is such a very um vulnerable type of yeah. clothing line so I would love to know what what drew you to swim specifically yeah I I mean I there it's a twofold answer so like the first thing was when I was a publicist I went to a swimmer runway show and during that show something just like hit me so hard that was like Lex you needed to do this and the show was all sample size models. And I think I was just like off put a little bit being yeah. like, why isn't, yeah. why isn't everyone represented? Yeah. Because I think more than I'm pretty sure more than 60% of the U S and there's an actual number, but yeah, is size 14 or larger and that's considered plus size. So most women are plus plus size in the United States. Yeah. Like more than 50%. and those that's and how and that's and not that's in the sample never size. Never represented. No. Yeah, yeah. Even in shows like The Bachelor, and I have oh, ranted I and raved. Yeah, they've never had a plus girl. No, uh-uh. and they, this is this is my thing. And ooh, I get heated when oh, I talk I'm about ready this. For this. Actually, so this, I am had, so ready. I've, I just want to throw it out there. I've had conversations with both of you guys separately on this exact topic, ooh, girl, and it's really my funny. Went off one day because <laughs> I was so mad because this is. The premise of this freaking show, which is one of my guilty pleasures, I love watching it, but the premise of this show is that they're bringing a person on and they are going to give them this like this spread of women that could potentially be the perfect woman for them. Mm-hmm. And so for girls who are sitting and watching this show, out of every single woman that walks out, none is like bigger than my freaking pinky. And you're telling me that in order for me to be a candidate to be someone's perfect woman, I have to look like that. Yeah. And I'm not even talking about like them needing like, you know, a I don't know, even even down to just curvy. Yeah. It There's nothing. Yeah. And it really, really bothers me that. You know, if if they were to put women on there and then it's the guy's choice who he's going to choose like that, I understand mm-hmm. if he chose someone that's not his preference, whatever his power. But the fact that they're not even putting someone as an option just literally makes fire burn within, especially when they're selling blood. perfect love, like exactly. love. Mm-hmm. These perfect That's women. how they're wrapping it up. This is here is your choice that we are confident you will find a wife. Yeah. But not one person is over a size, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it just it. Mm. And then according to the statistic, whatever that number is, we can find out and proof proof that to you guys later. Um, like that more than half of the United States is watching the show. Yes. And, and saying little girls. I could never that's go on what, here. That's where it gets me the most. I mean, yeah. I feel like you can tell like teenage girls and just those insecurities and things has always been a passion of mine. But I just think it, it just gives such an ugly message and it really, really yeah. irks me. Yeah. I completely agree. And I had that conversation with someone about two weeks ago when the, this season came out. And even they had a girl from this season who used to struggle with her weight but she's skinny now. Go on the show. Ugh. 
And that's what that's an, that's I'm like, like why why <laughs> stuttering. And it was almost like she and I feel like the story behind it was like she almost wasn't confident when she was that way. But, but now, now she, she is. is. She overcame it. And now she's going to find her love. Like, yeah. this girl lost her brother when she was young. <laughs> this girl used to be fat. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> oh, and she wasn't even fat before. She was just like a little bit curvy. It's still, but there's, yeah. there's so many guys out there that like really, like tiny girls, but there's so many guys that like curvy. I know. There's, you know, like there's, every guy has, their different preference, right? Yeah. yeah. So why isn't there that genuine spread yeah. of women representing yeah. everyone? Right. Because there's beauty in both. Yeah. So why can't there be both? Yeah. That's the whole. That's yeah. the whole problem. Anyways, uh, we could I'll write a strongly worded letter. Yeah. Letter to them together. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody send this episode to everyone you know, so it blows up. At Bachelor Nation. I want freaking Chris, whatever his face is, <laughs> on Chris, our podcast. That's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, so just a little bit before we get into our story, I would love for you to talk about your experience as a plus size model. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it amazes me some of the women that are defined as plus size models mm-hmm. that I'm like, yeah, girl, I'm working my butt off trying to get you to like, like you. <laughs> <laughs> but um, just your experience as a plus size model, um, did, you know, has it been hard? Did you do you go into jobs or auditions and feel? judged or have you loved the experience just kind of break down even working with other other models maybe that aren't yeah 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 the experience for me has been really great so far um so I model I started modeling two years ago and right off the bat I I went into castings and I think with anything that you're starting it takes a little bit to like kind of get your wheel spinning Mm -hmm. so um I think I didn't get many jobs for a couple months and then when I got one then the next showed up maybe a month later and now I'm working pretty frequently um with big brands which has been super fun uh yeah we freaking we're scrolling through Instagram or something I was scrolling and then all of a sudden I look and I was like is that Lexi on yeah. athletics yeah. I was like what the heck yeah. I <laughs> know so cool actually that's Proud a funny moment. story because I was with a friend maybe a month ago and she was purchasing things off Fabletics and she knew I was like modeling for them but as she was scrolling then I like popped up and I was like wait that's me how <laughs> that's it was so really fun. it was it was cool congratulations that's Thanks. so cool yeah it was and my, you look hot thank yeah, you yeah she's like stunning. super hot yeah, if you're so not I've watching modeled? YouTube you don't know yet but she's stunning <laughs> she's stunning oh, those eyes so girl sweet. Um, <laughs> I'm not even looking at Ashley the whole time <laughs> 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 oh my gosh, I I'm love cheating. that. Okay, I'm ahead. stealing her ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I've been with uh, Fabletics three times for three different shoots now, and they're such a great company to work for. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, the experience has been really great because I will meet curve models along the way and just be inspired by them. A lot of times, um, if you follow any curve models on on Instagram or plus size model on Instagram, they just are so vulnerable. And really just embrace themselves. Mm-hmm. And it's really cool to see another person who kind of you look like have that type of confidence too. And I I went into the industry knowing that I either am what they're looking for or I'm not what they're looking for. And yeah. I can't take anything personally. That's so, so that good. has really helped me. Um, and of course, like growing up, I, I watched... Um, America's Next Top Model. Love uh, that show. Great show. Tyra. So that's great how I, show. Yeah, that's how I learned my smiles and yeah. everything. <laughs> so everyone so learned their smiles. I know. Right before my first photo shoot modeling, I think I binge watched like 10 episodes because I'm like, how do I pose? Like, <laughs> yeah. let me learn this and learn that. And you get more and more comfortable in front of the camera and during castings. But everything is just so different. Every client's so different. Every casting so different. Sometimes you'll drive to a casting, which might be 45 minutes, an hour away, and you're there for literally two seconds. You like get in front of the camera, hold your name in front of your like in front of your body, and and smile. And other times they want you to interact and maybe have a script or like do mm-hmm. like do a twirl or something like that. So everything's so different. And I think that that's what kind of makes it fun and interesting. Yeah. And also it's it's an industry too that you know you might have an inquiry for a job that's next week or the next day and. Everything's just ever changing. And I think I kind of wanted that in my life, too, where it's, it's just exciting. like, I don't know what to expect. And if it comes, it comes. If if it doesn't, it's OK. Um, and of course, I do that alongside LDLA. So it's not my only like form of income. But some people are full time curve models and they work 
multiple times a week and and yeah that's their life and that's yeah that's awesome they travel a lot for it and that's cool for them hopefully someday hopefully i feel like that's (laughs) for sure (laughs) just a matter of time yeah yeah well thank you so much for just sharing your life i mean i feel like everyone listening is like oh we get why they chose her because you're just i mean you just radiate positivity and i think that's something we both adore about you Mm -hmm. um so we're going to take a quick break and then we're actually going to read a story and we would love for you to kind of comment with us on it um and yeah do you have a title or should we just um i do have a title um this first one um was sent to what let me double check i'm pretty sure i'm fine but i i don't really know how to say her first name so i was i'll have you guys like help me out with that but it's spelled j-o-s-c-i josie j-o-s-c-i yeah jossie jossie josie yeah sure I want to say Josie because of Josie and the Pussycats. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but this that could be very wrong. Uh, this one is titled Too Heavy to be Loved. Um, mm. And she wrote this very beautiful, detailed story. And I cannot wait to get into it and share it. With I you love this. that. Okay, we're back from our break, and we are going to dive into our story today. Um, I decided Josie. I just yeah, felt like it would be easier, and I feel like I'm I confident. would eventually just switch it to Josie eventually because yeah. Josie and the Pussycats. Okay, so uh, again, the title is Too Heavy to be Loved, and uh, Josie writes, Hi, Ashley and Taryn. Hello, and Lexi. Uh, She's here, too. And Lexi. She didn't know. <laughs> she was unaware. She was unaware. We won't hold it against yeah. her. Uh, first off, I want to let you know that you make my Monday drives to work so much brighter. My name is Josie and I am 28 years old. I have been with my husband for almost 10 years now. Congratulations, girl. Wow. <laughs> that's a long time. Young. Yeah. And uh, 10 years, that's a solid, that's a oh, solid that's like, amount of time. You yeah. can be like, I let me tell you how let to me do tell marriage. You about marriage. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we met in high school and were friends for two years before we became a couple. I can honestly and wholeheartedly say that he is my soulmate's. He's so cute. He makes me laugh so hard and we never get bored of each other. I trust him 100% and he trusts me. So I know what you're thinking. What's the problem, right? (laughs) When we met, we were both on the heavier side. About four years ago, he lost a lot of weight. He lost over 120 pounds. Wow. Wow. Good for him. He looks incredible. Don't get me wrong. I loved the way he looked before. But now you can tell he's so much happier and he's happier with his health. I, on the other hand, have attempted to lose weight so many times. I have lost weight, but not nearly as much as he has. He's always reassuring me and he loves the way I look, but sometimes it's hard to compare our size and difference. differences. I've had family members make comments that he's going to leave me for someone else if I don't what? lose weight. I know he wouldn't, but those comments still hurt my feelings. Oh, my gosh. I know. It's hard not to be insecure about it. And even little things like when we eat at restaurants, the waitress asks if our checks are going to be separate um, can be insulting to me, even if they didn't mean for it to come off that way. So I'm asking for advice how to get past this and just enjoy my relationship and cancel out the judgmental whispers of others. I am finding it hard to even look at pictures of us without feeling like total crap. Oh, my God. I do want to make it clear that I love myself on most days. LOL, she puts. But sometimes the judgment gets through and it's a little too rough to handle. Mm. Thank you for taking the time to read my email and any advice would help. Love you guys. Also, I've included a picture of us from one of our date nights. Josie. Oh my god. She's so she's cute. Gorgeous. Also, Josie, first so of all, beautiful. she's stunning and she's Josie so pretty. Should he's do handsome. some kind of uh, he is, but she should do some kind of like makeup. Oh yeah, her contest. makeup is yeah. flawless. I like I saw that picture of her and I was like, "Okay. <laughs> you're so talented and absolutely gorgeous. It blew my mind." Oh, wow. they look so cute too. They're, They're very sweet. stunning. Big fan. I ship it. I, I ship it. <laughs> I ship it. We've been together for ten years, but we ship you guys. I, I ship it now, so it's official. It's official. Um, uh, this this story just broke my heart, and um, I I I mean, first of all, I mean, we'll, we'll open it up to everyone, but I first of all just block the haters. Oh my god, I cannot the comments. believe her 
quote unquote family. I'm not even going <laughs> to give them that title. That's really upsetting. Would say that. Like, why would you say that to I, someone? I, I genuinely don't First know. First of all, if you even had that thought, you're a horrible person. But if you actually say it out loud to the person, you're a horrible you're person. A, all caps. Horrible, horrible person. That's um, so mean. Yeah, that's that's really. I understand. I understand the struggle to be with someone who is like. Who, who you're comparing yourself to like even even just like being with someone that you think is just hot and you feel like you're inadequate can be overwhelming yeah um but having that kind of comment to go along with it and just like boost that emotion so much more could I can't imagine I think I would I don't know I feel like um I feel like when that kind of stuff comes your way I've talked about this before on the podcast but um that's when you have to physically start fighting those thoughts with positive positive thoughts Mm -hmm. in place of it which I know can be hard obviously when it's your family the one giving it to you yeah well I think I mean honestly I think it's such a gift that you have such a supportive partner and that he loves Mm -hmm. you so much and I think one thing you need to remember is guys are not complicated (laughs) They are simple human beings. Yeah. When they mean something or they feel something, they say it. There's not layers behind it. They're not like girls where we can say, oh, that skirt is so cute when really yeah. we think it's ugly. Like they don't they don't have that layer. Most of them. I'll say most of them. So I think like that's something that I wish I would have learned in my last relationship. Like if he looks at you and says, I love you and you're beautiful and I like you just the way you are. Like, lean on that and trust that. Like, he hasn't given you a reason to not believe that. You know what I mean? So, like, not that you need that to feel confident for yourself. But if you're constantly questioning, like, is he feeling these things? Like, he's telling you no. Mm -hmm. And so you need to, like, give him that benefit of the doubt that he means what he says. Yeah. Yeah. But that shouldn't be. Ultimately, you should be looking for your confidence and your self-love just like from right within you. Yeah, so yeah. I don't think that should be a, a determining factor, but I think that you need to like set in that fact that like he loves you and he thinks you're beautiful. And so don't question that because he's told you, you know what I mean? Yeah. If that makes sense. No, that makes perfect and sense. And if you love yourself, that's, you know, that's all that matters, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And so girls, do you think that she should address her family? Oh, heck yeah. Absolutely. Tell them? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think yeah. so too. I think so. I think from what it sounds like, um, just off of her email, um, it sounds like he sounds like a great guy. Like he sounds. Yeah. She's mm-hmm. she seems like he, she trusts him very much. And if that trust is true, then I think what I would do is I would really create a, a kind of a team with him and yeah. talk to the family like the together. two of you guys. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah, they're in it together. Yeah. And I think I mean, if it is coming from his family. I think there's a there's a big part that should be done by him. Right. Yeah. Um, but I also think that you will feel that power of standing up for yourself. Like we Ooh, talk about that all the yes. time. Like when you when you take steps to do things, even if, um, you know, you're like, oh, I'm going to defend myself or I'm going to choose to eat this because it makes me feel better, whatever it is like it's I think deep down we know when we're defending ourselves and when yeah. we're taking a step to love yeah. ourselves yeah so I think for you it might be beneficial too to be there and be like it does not feel good when you say this like yeah. and it affects me deeply and I respect and love myself enough to say like it needs to stop like yeah. keep your comments to yourself yeah. you know and if again if you want him to speak on your behalf I think that's amazing and I think he should but I agree with Taryn I think there's something very powerful that could be life-changing for you if you do it yourself um, and look them in the eye and say, like, I will not tolerate yeah. being talked to like this. Um, you know, your family and I love you. Um, and, and I want to be able to be open and vulnerable with you guys. But if this is how you're going to be, um, I'm, I'm drawing the line here. Yeah. And like literally peace. Like, I'm yeah. Done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I want to keep like a healthy relationship with you guys because you're yeah. family. But if you choose to do this and like continue down this path, um, I have no problem walking away. Yeah. Um, and I guarantee you, I mean, 10 years is commitment. He's going to walk right with you too. Like it's not, yeah, that's you know, such a horrible. And it's so, I mean, I feel like it's so hard women and men biologically, 
It's so hard. Like men can lose weight literally like that. Men drop weight and immediately so girls fast. try to girls try to lose weight and they lose bra size. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Immediately your cup size goes down and it's just the most frustrating, frustrating thing. thing. It's like that's the one yeah. spot. I, d- so I don't I want think it. like don't compare yourself to him and his yeah. journey because it's not the same. We just are not made up the same. And also, I mean if it's something that you're looking for, and I think I would love for us to talk about that balance of wanting to lose weight for the right reasons mm-hmm. and also how to love and accept yourself where you're at in mm-hmm. the meantime. Because I think so many times we're like, okay, I want to get healthy and I want to lose weight. And we set these goals for ourselves. And then, but all of the time in between, we are so mean and so hard on ourselves. So, so I would love if we talk about that because it sounds like she's like, I'm I'm trying. Like mm-hmm. I've tried things and it's not working. Um, so I would definitely recommend researching what would work best for you. Yeah. Because there's some things that don't work for everyone. Like being keto is not going to do the same thing for everybody. Mm-hmm. Like all of our bodies are uniquely made. That's so, what's so frustrating about it. Is yeah. You have to find your own yeah. thing. You can't so just copy someone. Definitely like like I would pr- if you're looking to lose weight for a good reason, then I would say like to pursue researching what is best for your body that's healthy and mm-hmm. is going to make a good difference and make you feel good. Yeah. In the meantime. But how do we avoid that? Yeah. I think it trap all st- in the beginning, you know, I think it all stems from like the posture of your heart, too, yeah. and your intentions. Mm-hmm. And you have to make sure before you start the process of of maybe a weight loss journey that you love yourself first because if you do not love yourself now you're not going to love yourself then either because you're going to see yourself then and be like oh but i need to lose this 10 more pounds yeah and you don't even see the difference from where you started from yeah and it's and it's an everyday journey too and when josie when you go to the you know if you're going to a restaurant and they do ask for separate texts it's not personal sometimes i i come from a waitressing background sometimes there's so many couples that ask for separate checks. The the server's probably just like, maybe they want it. So like, let, let me be proactive yeah. just because they see two people sitting down. Yeah. But I don't think it's because they see, I don't think it's because they see like a difference in a weight. So maybe they're not together. Yeah. But if it is affecting you in those moments, refocus your your thoughts and your mind and, and tell yourself, I love myself and my husband loves me unconditionally. Mm-hmm. And that's that's all. Yeah. yeah. But it's so important in those moments to take a step back and be like, okay, I need to kind of meditate just this this mantra over myself and that and then, you know, go from there. But with weight loss and things, it's it's all the positioning in the beginning. I agree. Yeah. I agree. And I think there's, you know, I've noticed a big difference in times where I've tried to lose weight because I want to be skinny mm-hmm. and then times where I've tried to get healthy mm. and and really doing things because I'm I've noticed like I should not be out of breath from walking up those like four stairs you know what I mean <laughs> so it's like or or you know saying like I I think it's okay to like desire a type of look if it's for yourself mm-hmm. but I think it's like you said it's really important to think of what our motivation is yeah and then how every step is going to fluctuate and that's part of any journey like you're going to have off days you're going to have days where you're feeling so confident and then you freaking start your period and you're like I gained 20 pounds overnight like what just happened you know so I think it's important to at the very beginning create that foundation of self-love like you were saying because then it's easier to like build off of that yeah and we've talked so much about self-talk and how valid that is Mm -hmm. and those times where when I'm feeling super insecure where even just me taking like a deep breath and being like you are beautiful you are worth like someone wanting to Mm -hmm. love you are worth like respect and confidence and everything that you're feeling like you're lacking like you're worthy of it and and it's like sometimes even when we're not feeling it just that reminder within our own mind of like no like I love myself and I am beautiful even though right now my emotions are like <laughs> betraying me yeah. you know what I mean oh yeah I remember um me and my sister made a pact this was when we first moved out from our parents house it was that summer after having moved out we moved out in January we decided we were going to get skinny that was the word we used. We were going to be skinny. And we started meal prepping and 
and working out for the first time in a very unhealthy way. Um, Taryn knows all about this because she was around the, for that. But um, eating McDonald's in the car before I went in because <laughs> I was like, I can't eat all these guys. Uh, and <laughs> I need more. <laughs> I look back and I was the skinniest I've ever been. And Alicia will tell you the same thing. We were miserable, mm-hmm. not just um, in like a happiness way. Cause we were like <laughs> very depressed. Um, but like physically we had headaches every day. Yep. We, um, our body hurt. Like we were tired and all we, we would just try to film one video a week. And we, it was a struggle because we had zero energy because we weren't doing it the right way. And we were putting our bodies through hell and for what? Like yeah. I, yeah, I remember looking back and every time I see those pictures, even though it's this quote unquote, like skinniest I've ever been, I just remember being like, oof. That was I a don't really rough there. time. Well, and I think that's a good thing we need to bring up. And I know we all know it, but it's like sometimes we just need to hear it again. Every single freaking person deals with insecurity. Everyone. Yeah. And I know like, I mean, you know, there's times where I look at you and I'm like, oh, I would love to like have her body. But then I've seen the times where you're struggling and you're like, I feel so insecure about my body and I don't want to wear shorts today. Yeah. And then like I grew up with um, my friend Nicole is like super, super skinny. And that was an insecurity for her. She's like, I have the body of a 12 year old girl. Like, yeah. I don't look like a woman. Like she yeah. would struggle with those things. And and she would say it's so hard for her because when she would say something about her body, people were so quick to be like, oh, my gosh, shut they up. Shut you're her, so they skinny. They shut them down you know? so fast. So it's like we need to remember like. Like, it's not about a body type. Yeah. It is about going within and finding that confidence yeah. because we can get that body and we'll still have days where we're like, but I wish, yeah. you know, I could be this. Or it's yeah. always, you can't seek after that outward stuff because if you're not taking care of yourself inside, then it's not going to matter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the little bit of advice, if you do if you are trying to lose weight for healthy reasons, um, I personally started this plan through Dr. Golia. There's a book. I'll post it on our stories. Um, and it helps you find like what works, what type of food works for your body. And I've been, I've been like thriving off of it and I'm the happiest I've ever been. And I eat like crazy. Um, but it's because I finally realized like my body needs carbs. Hands down. Yeah. But like some people don't like my dad took the same test and read the book. He's pure protein. Like carbs don't really work well Mm -hmm. for him. He eats them. But there's some people that say zero carbs equals skinny. And that's what I always thought. Um, And it turns out like, no, I need it. Like my body actually will start shutting down, (laughs) which is what was happening before. So I think finding that that healthy diet for you is super important. As far as you and your husband, um, if with like the restaurant situation maybe even coming up with like a safe word to say that to be able to tell him in that moment to let him know exactly how you're feeling if Mm -hmm. the waitress asks for separate checks or if you're feeling glances or if you're feeling people are whispering behind your back yeah use a simple safe word to let him know how you're feeling so he can like wrap his arm around you in that moment yeah or even just saying like hey when waitresses do this or waiters do this it, it it really affects me and like he's like he seems like an amazing guy. So mm-hmm. like I could see him even being like, you think I'm going to let my wife pay for herself? Like exactly. not like, this hottie. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's, that's all cute. it takes to I shut like them down. Yeah, I think like, we, and we talk about this all the time, like let people know in your life like how you need to be loved. Like yeah. if those are moments that you have or, you know, it's specific things where you're like, I feel weird in this. Like tell him like, I need you to just like hold my hand or like if I grab your hand, like this is what it means. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, include him in that. But uh, honestly, the whole like guys and girls having to like be as hot as each other to be a couple or like the same size and whatever. It's ridiculous. It's bull crap because there are some really hot guys who have the ugliest like hearts and minds. And mm-hmm. vice versa, and girls, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so honestly, like, as long as you guys are matched on the inside and like your passions, and you respect and love and care for each other, that's really like all that matters. And I know it's like a cheesy cliche thing to say, but like seriously, like yeah, that's all that matters. Yeah, I completely yeah. agree. And Josie, you're so beautiful. Yeah, that she's photo, so cute. She's stunning. stunning. 
You know, like uh, those people you see and they, they just radiate yeah. and glow. Uh-huh. I'm a look yeah. at her again. And girl you needs so to beautiful. start a YouTube channel for makeup. That's for sure. No. How did you get your eyeliner yeah, so thank like you that? for being so vulnerable with us. Because oh I know gosh, that's yeah. so hard mm-hmm. to talk about, um, especially over, you know, like submitting it to a podcast. But you, I mean, you're worthy just as you are. And yeah, girl. Yeah. And if you it need a bathing suit, too. go to LDLA, <laughs> find out your goddess, and then just like proclaim that I over know. your entire <laughs> life. Okay. You are a goddess. <laughs> yeah. From the inside out. Actually, would you be open to sending yeah, her? I'll a send her one. Suit? Yeah. Okay. Oh! I think that could be so cool. So, Josie, um, we'll hit you up and. And Lex yeah. is gonna. I'm gonna send you a suit. Oh my! You oh my got God, us, I just you. Got so excited. Yeah, I'm That's pumped so for her. I'm just making her give away free things. Sorry. <laughs> and I'll you pay get for one. It. <laughs> I feel like Oprah. She's getting a bathing suit. I love Oprah. So good. Um, Josie, thank you for being vulnerable with us. I hope that this was super helpful for helpful for you. Um, and if you do um have an update in the future, um, on how you're doing, or if if you told us the family off. Uh, would be very interesting. You need help telling the family. <laughs> I got you, girl. It. Yeah, <laughs> if you, you know, want to blame it on us, you could totally do that. Um, but thank you again so much for uh, sharing your story with us, and thank you, Lexi, for being our very first <gasps> guest Lex. on our podcast. Thank you. You for did a great me. job. You did amazing. Do you feel good? Was this fun? Oh my gosh! Yes. Are we good like hosts? Oh, you guys are so good. <laughs> like, what if people come and they're like, "Ugh," I feel like, like oh, I'm this watching is a show with you too. Yeah. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot I was even on it one second. <laughs> that <laughs> makes me so That's happy. Amazing. Um, I I freaking love this. I hope that you guys, guys and girls, old and young, old all, and young. all got something from this. I think. It's powerful, and I think there's so many levels you can take from it, you know, like of how to love yourself, but also to see how you can affect other people. And sometimes you need to keep your comments and opinions to yourself um, and realize that, like, we're all struggling with something. So I think us as, like, a society, us as humans, like, we need to get better at just, like, complimenting each other and taking that second to, like, make someone feel beautiful and loved instead of, like, trying to get a laugh so saying something mean about someone you know what I mean like it's like in Monsters Inc when they figured out that laughter is more powerful than screams (laughs) wow I love that best analogy ever given on this podcast for sure but yeah (laughs) I love this we love you guys again hit us up on all the socials yes Uh, make sure you guys follow Lexi we'll have her on um, our socials as well and uh, yeah, it's just like I loved this. I Get don't want your to swimwear end. for 2020, baby. Yes, 2020. 2020. Uh, yeah, thanks guys again for listening. Um, now we usually awkwardly look at each other and then say bye at the same time. You ready? Bye. bye. <laughs> <laughs>